Welcome to Life in the Land of the Ice and Snow. My name is Heather, and I'm here today with my co-host, Shana. Hello. Hello. Our guest today is Anna from Iceland. Hello, Anna. Hi. Thank you for inviting me. Well, we're so glad that you're here. Uh, we haven't had anyone from Iceland before, and I haven't been to Iceland. Have you, Shana? Nope. So we have a lot to learn because, yes, it's definitely on both of our lists. Excellent. Excellent. It's actually not too far from Sweden, so. I know. So I would think it probably doesn't cost much, but every time I have the time to go, it's winter. And I'm thinking, nah, that's not where I yeah. want to be in the winter. <laughs> no, usually winter, you know, northern lights and fireworks are the things you'd want to see in Iceland in winter, but you can see those in Sweden as well. So Anna, what brought you from Iceland to Sweden, and how long have you been here? Right, so I've been in Sweden uh, coming up on 10 years. It's going to be 10 years in August, and uh, I actually came here to do my PhD, so I was in at Stockholm University when I came, uh, and I actually didn't come from Iceland. Uh, I'd been living sort of abroad in a bunch of different countries before I came here, and I'd moved from Canada in Montreal. Ah, Okay. But you're born in Iceland. I'm born in Iceland to an Icelandic father and a Canadian mother. So, ah, uh, but I'm okay. born, mostly born and raised in Iceland. I uh, spent a few years in Canada as well. But. So you came here uh, because you were studying at Stockholm University. Yes. What were you studying and why did you stay? <laughs> so I was studying economics. So I'd done a master's in economics uh, in Montreal and then I'd started my PhD here. Why did I stay? So when I moved to Stockholm, it was definitely not the plan to stay. I think when I moved to Sweden, uh, I'd lived in five different countries in six years. And so, you know, my idea was two years in Sweden and then we'll see where I go next. I guess I stayed. So I met my husband here fairly early on. And uh, yeah, we just kind of, we liked it here. It's a good place to, to stay. And uh, I guess it's always been also the question, where would we go? And uh, we tried going to London for a year, which was fantastic but ended up coming back here as well yeah I think we'll stay here for a while so why is Sweden over London wow so London's a fantastic place like I think when you're young I mean it's awesome to be there and we both enjoyed we had we both have so many childhood friends and just friends in general in London and you know it was just fantastic um but I think it was you know getting a little bit older wanting to settle down maybe have a family I think living in London uh, we saw our friends struggle. It, it is like, I think, I think it isn't that easy with kids. And that's sort of uh, one of the reasons, you know, I think there's some things about living in London. One of the things I think I was telling Shana this the other day that one of the things that we struggled with was infrastructure. Like in London, it took us seven weeks to get internet. Wow. wow. You know, I, I, <laughs> my husband comes from India and we were, we were telling people in India this, but it took so long. And and people there wouldn't believe us. They were like, no, no, no. Even in India, you can get it. You know, it can't be that long. And I was like, well, the situation. Yes, I've I've had a little uh, experience with friends who have moved there, and it does seem mm. like very old fashioned with how they set up everything, and it's so much paperwork. And yeah, my my <laughs> husband likes to say that he he after living in London, he understands where the problems in India came from. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You hit hit the right point there that it's old fashioned, you know, like with the internet, they actually had to come and do something physical with our internet lines to get us connected. I mean, it's it's just very odd. And even in the bank, you know, we 
thought, well, we had lot, we have lots of London stories, but I'd opened the bank account and they had not processed it correctly. And in, so they notified me via text, email, and a letter that it was okay. But then something went wrong. And they only notified me by a letter. It took four weeks to arrive. And in the meantime, you know, I'd already sent money from Sweden that had been sent back and, you know, all sorts of just very, very old fashioned kind of stuff. So, okay. I can understand now why you wanted to come back here. We miss our friends in London and go back quite frequently. But, but yes, it, it definitely life in Sweden is a lot smoother. I was going to say, did you find it easy moving back to Stockholm? Yeah, I guess we we were lucky and we subletted out our flat to friends. So like moving, you know, we just had our old place to come back to. Um, our friends were still here. So moving back, uh, yeah, very easy. Uh, very, very easy. And I think my husband was really relieved because he struggled a lot with a disorganization in London. But yeah, we found it quite easy. It was uh, a little bit later on when I started struggling a little bit in Stockholm when friends started moving away and stuff. That's the, yeah, the joys of being an international, right? Like we're yeah, always going to lose somebody. There. <laughs> you know? I, I think the big question, though, is how long did it take you to open up a bank account in Stockholm? Actually, I I think that happened really, really fast. I don't remember, but I think it was a day or two. Like, And actually, my classmates were struggling because they were not from a Nordic country. And I think because I was Icelandic, I didn't need to wait for my special number. I just went to the bank and I, I think they must have used a someone's number or whatever, whatever other alternative there was. So it was really fast. But I think that's the Icelandic part <laughs> at work there. So this is the thing that always perplexes me, Iceland. Like, it's part of the Nordics or is it not part of the Nordics? Because sometimes it's like Finland, uh, Finland, Denmark, Sweden, Norway, and Iceland. Yeah, we were having this conversation with someone the other day. I don't remember exactly who, about what's Scandinavia and what's the Nordics. Uh, and generally, when you talk about Scandinavia, that doesn't include Iceland. But when you talk about the Nordics, usually Iceland's included in that. And then uh, Finland, too. Is is that the other one that's not included in Scandinavia, but it's included in the Nordics? I'm not sure exactly how. I, I guess it depends. You probably ask three different people and get three different answers. <laughs> well, I, I totally have to look that up now. Let's see. Um, yeah, Google's your friend there. <laughs> yes. Scandinavia is commonly used for Denmark, Norway, and Sweden. Nordic oh. countries are Denmark, Norway, Sweden, Finland, and Iceland. There you go. Yeah. Google knows all. <laughs> oh, does, Iceland, does Iceland have like a camaraderie with other countries? Oh, yeah, like, definitely. Definitely with the other Nordics. But I think um, one of the things I realized when I moved here to Sweden is that the Icelandic culture is a lot different from Sweden, Denmark, Norway than you, you'd think. And I think it, I think some of that has to do with sort of the American influence because we had an American base for the longest time. Yeah, I think that's part of it. But I definitely struggled more in Sweden when I moved here culturally than I thought I would. So what were some of the examples you have of things that were quite different? <laughs> oh, um, I think the biggest one, and this hit really early on, was the organization, like the planning things, you know, planning your life. Months in advance for even dinners? Yeah, months. I, I mean, I had I, just in my first week or two. And first I had a colleague come to my office and say, oh, you know, do you want to have a coffee? And I sort of am about to get up from my chair and like, yeah, let's go. And she's like, oh, no, no, I mean in three weeks. 
yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> Very Swedish. Yeah. Let me put it in yeah. my calendar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The other one was, so this is August, and we were asked to get our department photograph taken for no, in November. And they'd sent us like a schedule of like, oh, these are the three stops available. And it's like Tuesday, November 23rd at, you know, 2.15 or 2.30. Or do you want to come the next day? At, you know, and I was like, sure, I'm available. Like, I've, you know, I, don't, <laughs> I have no plans that far ahead. And then, of course, they sent out um, a reminder, I think, a month before. And of course, I forgot completely. And so for like two years, there was no photograph of me hanging in the <laughs> You know, very Swedish and, and definitely very different from Iceland. Like, because you mentioned dinners, um, very commonly in Iceland, you'd sometimes even plan a dinner the same day, you know, with your friends or maybe a week in advance. But if someone invited you for dinner two, three, four weeks in advance, most people would be like, hmm, what? Mm. <laughs> So far, I haven't found another country that does that. I mean, possibly some of the other Scandinavian ones, but I yeah. also find that strange. Yeah. <laughs> it takes some adjusting to it. I definitely started using a calendar a lot more yeah. than I had before. <laughs> so I, I did a, a little bit of research on Iceland, and I have to ask you mm -hmm. if these things are true. There's no McDonald's? There is no McDonald's. Actually, we we had this conversation over Easter because we had some friends visiting from Iceland. And my friend's husband loved McDonald's, so <laughs> <laughs> there was a trip to McDonald's. Yeah, no, there is none. Uh, there was for, I think, about 20 years until uh, the financial crash. So 2009, they left Iceland. And Starbucks? No, and I don't think there's ever been. Now I'm not sure. They might need to Google that one, but I, I, <laughs> there isn't one now. As far as I know. And okay, my absolute favorite, no mosquitoes. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <gasps> I know. I, I think what? they might need to move. See that. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Is it because is it because it's too windy or like what's the story? It's too cold, I think. I think it's too cold. Like it doesn't oh, but they get can warm survive. Yeah, okay. Mm, but like no, no, no. But, you know, a heat wave in Iceland is twenty degrees. Uh -huh. It's it's not very often that it goes above that. I could deal with that. Like, if there's no mosquitoes, I could definitely take the weather. It's Shane is booking sure. it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why aren't we doing a girls' weekend? Like, why are we not just like booking our tickets now? Why are we not recording this while in Iceland, Heather? Oh, I think I have a new I, theme. I think I, we need to record our podcast in the country of the people that we're speaking to. I'm totally <laughs> for this. I, I think we may need a bigger budget. <laughs> oh, something interesting that someone told me the other day and that I read about again is that because Iceland is such a small country, a lot of people are related to each other, which Ooh. now this makes sense why you got a husband who's not Icelandic. And there is a phone app that you can check to make sure you're not related to somebody before you take them. <laughs> So, so actually, the the longer story on that is that this is um, a database called the Book of Icelanders uh, that's been around for like I don't know twenty years or something. It's been it's been around for a really long time. It's only in the more recent years that they've actually created an app that you can so you know you can actually look it up more easily. <laughs> but but yes, it does. You can look people up, see whether you're related, and very often you are. Even for me, who is half Icelandic. My mother is of Icelandic descent, you know, on one side, but I'll very often find a connection. It might be six, seven generations back, but it's very often that you'll find some connection. 
But what would you do though if you're like on a date with someone? Like, let me just check the app, and you're like, oh shit, you're my. But you know, it's usually not that. That's the well. I mean, that could be the problem in Iceland as well. But one of the other problems I found with dating in Iceland is it's not just that everyone's related. It's also that everyone knows each other, right? So it would very often happen that you'd meet a guy and be like, oh, you know, this one seems interesting. And then you'd have someone whispering in your ear, oh, but he dated my cousin. He's, you know, this and that. Or so you'd hear all the stories right away, right up front. So we usually do a segment on the show called Swedish Problems. Yeah. And wondering what has been your most prolific problem since living in Sweden? So this is going to sound really weird because I'm from Iceland, um, but I struggle a lot with the darkness. Uh, I find it really, really dark in the winter. I think Iceland is as dark, uh, but I think I'd lived abroad in sunnier places for too many years. So I definitely struggle a lot. Then I still struggle. I try to go abroad in the, in the darkest days of the winter, get a little bit of sun. I think the other thing was, you know, getting to know Swedes. I, I mean, I think it's quite easy to to meet Swedes and have, you know, a casual conversation. But I think making Swedish friends is it's tough. It's it's yeah. it takes. But but the thing is, like, once you're there, you re- make really good friends. But I think it does take a while. <laughs> As I say to everyone, it's like the mafia. Like you got to know someone, marry someone, or murder someone. But yeah, once you're in, exactly. you're in, right? <laughs> Shane, I got it right, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So though, but so not into the Swedish problems, but into the Swedish positivities. What's your favorite part about living here? Oh, I love the weather. Apart from the darkness, I love the weather. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, I love the water. I love the trees, the greenery. It's very easy to live in Sweden. Everything kind of just works. And I think that that comes back to what I was saying before about London. Like things, it, it's kind of easy to get stuff done. So yeah, I think I think you know it's a comfortable life. Uh, Nice weather, nice people. Yeah. Do you guys think you'll be here for the rest of your life? We don't know. Uh, we've always said, you know, we'd be open to moving to India for a few years, maybe Iceland. So, but I think we'll always have some roots here. I think that's, uh, my husband's a Swedish citizen now. I think it's, uh, you know, it's home base for us. And I think it will be. What about you? Have you applied for citizenship? Or are you? Uh, I haven't. You... Mm-hmm. So I'm a dual citizen already. And I haven't really dug into whether you, I think you can be a triple citizen, but I've never really had the need. Um, I may, I may decide to apply, apply for Swedish citizenship. I am eligible. I've been eligible for a while, I think. Well, I've actually had that once with my Icelandic and Canadian passports where I, you know, there was a problem. I was traveling to the U.S. and I had my Icelandic passport out and there was a huge problem because I hadn't, you know, this, I don't remember. That's what it's called, yeah. Asta, exactly. You need to do that a few days before your trip, right? And I'm usually very organized with these things, but that time I forgot. And, you know, I'm standing there and check in and the lady's just, there's nothing I can do. You just can't, you can't travel. And I'm looking, I'm looking at her and I go, well, what if I were, say, Canadian? And she's like, oh, no problem. And so I just switched the passport, <laughs> took the Icelandic one away. And she's like, yeah, there you go. No problem. Oh, <laughs> But yeah, you know, I've, I've thought about getting Swedish citizenship and I think I definitely will at some point. Okay, uh, maybe we should wrap it up. These days, Zoom leaves us no choice but to cut things short. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on. Thanks Aww. for having me. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks for coming. 
Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.